What's going on guys, my name is Dave Fetzer and welcome to Into the Stands, a podcast for sports fans where we sit down with the people who make sporting events possible. On this show, we're going to talk to athletes, coaches, facilities and operations, media and more. If there's anyone that you would like to hear from, let me know in the comments or on Twitter at Into the Stands. We appreciate you listening to the show and ask if you enjoy it, please subscribe, rate and review because that is how we will get the exposure that we need in order to grow. Thanks again again and let's get into today's episode our guests today have been friends since their preschool days although they attended grade school together until the fourth grade one of them transferred to another school however their strong bond endured throughout middle school and they remained the best of friends eventually one of them would enroll in bishop waterson while the other would attend saint charles their shared passion for live production and entertainment has always been a driving force in their friendship whether playing with dump truck toys or envisioning elaborate in arena experiences creative ideas always flow when they were together. In January of 2022, during a casual gathering at one of their homes, they engage in a thought-provoking conversation about potential collaborative ventures. This discussion led to the idea of hosting a captivating light show with admission tickets granting access to the event, which they would meticulously orchestrate while also dressing the part. This seemingly spontaneous conversation on a cold January night marked the inception of Nyarena. Shortly thereafter, they acquired their inaugural lighting rig, the Rockville Motion Strip, which served as the foundation for their setup. Complementing this, they added two moving head fixtures which have remained essential components to their setup. This journey to learn how to program these lights proved to be a fascinating and enriching experience. As self-taught individuals, they delved into various disciplines such as motion graphic design and the intricacies of light show creation while actively seeking out online resources and educational materials to improve their skills and expertise. Through continuous dedication and incremental enhancements, each Nye Arena event has witnessed substantial growth over the past year. Their efforts garnered attention, leading to a feature on the NHL website and an article dedicated to Nye Arena and their accomplishments. This newfound recognition has opened doors to exciting opportunities and they eagerly anticipate the promising path that lies ahead. So let's get out of the production studio and into the stands with Nye Arena creators Nolan Nye and Michael DeLuccia. All right, we are here today with the founders of Nye Arena, uh, Nolan Nye and Michael DeLuccia. Um, welcome to the show, guys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thank you. Absolutely. To start off, for those who don't know, uh, what is Nye Arena? What, what is this whole thing that you guys have created? Yeah, so Nye Arena is basically an in-arena experience where you can uh, experience a basically a replication of everything that the Blue Jackets do at Nationwide Arena from the lights to the sound to the music. Everything is basically as identical as we can get it. If if we can make it similar, we, we do our best to do it. Um, we design light shows to the same songs. We try to make the lights as uh, similar as possible. Um, and yeah, it's a great time. It's basically just this giant watch party that's taken to the next level and it's really cool. So, so the two of you work together on it. What are each of your roles, Michael, if you want to go first there? Yeah. 
Sure. Um, so my role is basically I do a lot of the music aspect of it. Um, I, I control the mixer and what volumes are coming out. I really like that part of it. Um, I also one of my main roles that I love, absolutely love doing is the lights. So I get to design all the lights from welcome lights to, you know, as Nolan described, like the music uh, light shows that the Blue Jackets do, kind of the entrance light shows, things like that. It's so nice to be able to kind of change how the show goes with light. And I think it's really fun. So that's something I really enjoy doing. And that's pretty much my main role at Nyrena. Yeah. And then my role is called executive producer. So basically what I do is I kind of call out what we're going to do next or kind of what's going on. I basically guide um, myself and Michael through the whole show by looking at our game script that we have at all times that uh, basically uh, plant has everything planned out uh, from the moment people get in to the moment people walk out. So yeah, I'm basically, and then my other uh, main role is I uh, switch what's on the screens. So any animation that goes up there is I usually um, am the one putting that up there and then taking up the game and um, putting that up and putting everything on the screens. And so, yeah, that's my role. That's awesome. So there's there's a lot that goes into this. I had the opportunity to go check it out a couple of weeks ago, and <laughs> it, it's absolutely incredible. But what makes it even more incredible, uh, guys, how old are you? 16. Uh, 16, yeah. That's insane. Um, I don't... <laughs> I don't remember. I mean, I'm only 27 and I can't remember what I was doing when I was 16. And I can tell you, it was not what you guys were pulling <laughs> off. Um, so it, that's amazing in and of itself. Thank you. Um, yeah. So obviously, being only 16, um, got your parents involved here. What were their reactions when you told them what you wanted to do and kind of create this level of setup? Um, you did mention to me that they were supportive of it. Has it always been that right. way? Did it take some convincing? Was it what? It, what was that whole experience like? Trying to pitch this to your parents? Yeah. Well, Dave, actually, uh, I, th- I think it was more of like a gradual introduction. Um, so a lot of people think sometimes that we kind of like went up to our parents and said, "Hey." We're doing Nye Arena, but uh, me and Nolan have been friends for a really, really long time, as long as I can remember um, since preschool. And so we've grown up together and started to realize what we like, what we don't like and things like that. And so when we put this show together, it kind of started as, you know, us hanging out, kind of trying to figure out some of the light design, things like that. And so when Nolan was over at my house one time is when we decided, hey, like this would be really cool if we do something like this. And so uh, we kind of introduced it to our parents that night. We made our first little rink report per se. And, um, you know, that was really what started everything. And so I think they kind of knew from the the first moment he was at my house. And then from there, we just kind of improved everything. And every time we, you know, we show them our improvements and we, you know, let them know, hey, look at this, look at this cool lighting design we did, look at this cool animation things like that throughout. So yeah, they've been really supportive of it and, and they think it's really cool as well. And they love to experience it. That's awesome. Nolan, it's, it's, it's at your place. So uh, Mm -hmm. what about you? What about your parents? Were they on board as well? Yeah, definitely. And like Michael said, it was a gradual process. It, I mean, like he said, it all started at his house one night and we were just talking about it. And, um, and then a couple of days or maybe weeks later, I started browsing on the web for like a light and we 
landed on this one, which uh, is still here. And it's like kind of our main thing. It's called the Rockville Motion Strip. And I got that as a birthday present, an early birthday present, because my birthday's in April. We got it in February. And um, so, yeah, that was the first thing. And then we just kind of started um, programming that and testing it. And then, um, yeah, and then to add um, to your question, was there um, some convincing that needed done? Uh, definitely uh, some parts do need convincing. For example, when I was trying to get this lock on our door with the key cards and stuff, <laughs> my mom was really fighting me on that one, but I got it. And um, yeah. so, yeah, but sometimes they do. Uh, but then they realize it's pretty cool. So yeah. Um, so yeah, I think um, it was a gradual process, but they really like it and they think it's really cool right now is where we're at. That's awesome. And yeah, to, to clarify on that, at, in their setup, they have their production room and each one of them has a credential and it's got actual RFID chips in the credentials that unlocks the production room. It's absolutely incredible. And being somebody who works in sports, I just think that's really cool. Um <laughs> <laughs> any 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 credential related items i'm all for yeah so you almost answered my next question nolan um did you guys have any equipment or anything like that when you first got started or did you start from scratch you know you said you got um, the light for a mm -hmm. as an early christmas or birthday present yep you know it, did you have anything other than the lights um so i personally didn't have anything um that light was really my first thing and I got it for the purpose of this. So yeah, I didn't um, have anything, but Michael did and I'll let him um, talk on, you know, kind of his equipment that he had, but he didn't really use it too much, but I'll let right. him yeah. talk about yeah. that. Yeah. So basically uh, we had our first sound system that was brought to Nyarena by myself and it was just two smaller scale speakers. And so we actually recently got rid of those last season and upgraded, but that is what we started with. And that really like enhanced Nyarena. It really helped start it with that along with that light. And so that was, that's one of those things I look back on and I'm like, you know, looking at those speakers sitting in my basement. Now I just look at those and I can remember how we started. Um, I also did connect like a mixer I had. And so I started figuring out all the, things around mixing sound and things like that. And I just kind of learned, um, I kind of was self-taught in that aspect because we started connecting chords and we were like, yeah, we got to figure this and this out. So yeah, so the speakers and the mixer were things that I brought to the table. And then along with Nolan's light, um, I did bring a haze machine. And so that was that was really the start of Nyarena, like you said. So like, obviously your family's on board now, you know, they think it's pretty cool and all that. What about your friends? Uh, you know, 16 years old, going to high school. What do you, what do they think about this? If any of them come over to watch games or check it out or what do they think of it? Basically at, at school, a lot of people recognize I'll be like on our website or something, trying to fix something on our website during my study hall. And so I'm always at school doing something related to Nye Arena because it's just so fun. And so people will recognize that and they'll ask and everyone's super interested by it. And it's really something that I don't think I've seen. I haven't heard of a person who doesn't like support it or like it, what we're doing at school. That is. Um, so I think everyone who's introduced to it at school thinks it's pretty cool. Um, I've introduced it to, to some teachers, some staff, some things like that. And every one of those people are really on board with it and they think it's so cool. Um, but I. We, I do think that we don't, 
really enjoy having our friends come to Nye Arena as we think it's kind of a letdown that we'll be in the control room the whole time. So sometimes I'll tell people, hey, you know, you can come to watch, but we will be in the control room the whole time. And so it's just that production that we're doing. So they have to just recognize that. But yeah, um, that, yeah, everyone's been super supportive of it in school. And I think that they're really interested in it. That's awesome. I hadn't actually thought about that side of it that you guys really aren't, you know, out and about and hanging out right. with people that are, that are there watching. Uh, Nolan, what about you? I know you guys go to different schools. So uh, what about the people at your school? Um, I know that you're also involved doing stuff like this at school. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, what is, what is it like for you? Yeah, I think a lot of my friends think it's really cool. And when we first um, got on the um, NHL website with our article written by Jeff, um, people were uh, talking to me about that. And they were like, obviously, they always joke with me. Some people think I'm, I don't know if they're just joking or what, but I think some people think I'm crazy. (laughs) They're like, oh, it's doing this in his basement. And and I don't know. He's like (laughs) replicating. I don't know. Some people, I think they joke with me about it, but I think everyone thinks it's really cool. And like you said, um, most uh, like I do this at my school or well, not to this, but, you know, I do with the technical audio visual stuff at my school. And, you know, I think everyone there really just knows me for that at this point. Like, that's just what I do. So, um, yeah, like Michael said, everyone's really supportive and I think everything thinks it's cool. But um I haven't really had too many friends here. Last season, I had one friend from my um, class through um, like elementary school because I go to an all-boys school now. But she came last season towards the end of the season. She came, and that was good. I think she really enjoyed it. And um, I think I might have some more friends come this season, maybe just one or two that have you know shown a lot of interest. And um, I think they would really like it. So, yeah. For me, I got my start doing scoreboard and clock stuff. You know, I'm doing the game management stuff, but not, not on the level that you guys are for video and, and lighting and stuff like that. But I do more actual game management, where it's clock and scoreboard. And the way that I got to start at that was I started at Akron when I went to school. My brother is in athletic facility management at Kent State. My roommate at the time, they were both... Um, sports management majors their dad worked for the university long story short got my start at akron when i moved down to columbus i had connections through the people at akron at ohio state so that's how i got started but if it weren't for them i wouldn't have even gotten into doing college level scoreboard and stuff like that because they asked me one day if i would be interested in working an akron ou game because the guy who normally runs the scoreboard was out that day so that's how i that one game is literally how I got into doing what I did. Yeah. Do you guys have any friends or family in this industry that pushed you that way? Or is this something that you guys would go to games and just be focused on this kind of stuff and wanted to get into it? Or how did you guys, I know you guys talked about it together, but did you have any inspirations going into it? Anybody in your lives or anything like that, that pushed you to do this? Um, I, you know, I don't think I have really anyone that I know personally that's into this stuff. And I, what you said was very accurate, how we just would go to games and think it's really cool. Um, I've been going to Blue Jackets games, like, since I was like, zero. I mean, honestly, I've been going <laughs> for a long time. And ever since, like, I've just grown up watching them. And I've grown up 
um, you know, thinking this is awesome. And this is really just this past two years is when I really started to um, do something with, um, you know, my passion. And I think, yeah, I don't, I don't really know anyone personally, but um, an inspiration would, would possibly just be everyone that works for the Blue Jackets right now in the production because they do such a great job and they win awards every year for the most part. And um, yeah, so I think they're definitely people I look up to, but on a personal or a family level, I don't think anyone um, does this for me. Yeah. Uh, like Nolan said, I think we're kind of paving the way for it, I guess, um, in our families. And uh, yeah, there there hasn't been really much influence on, you know, the kind of media work or, or things that we're doing. So I think that, yeah, this is something that we're starting and that we're passionate about. And like Nolan said, also, um, we both have been going to Blue Jackets games for a long time, Nolan longer than I. Um, and he has season tickets, obviously, and things like that. So um, yeah, he goes a lot more than me, but we both have had equal interest in the Blue Jackets. And so, you know, hence the start of Nye Arena. Um, but yeah, I think we're pretty much the first people in our uh, families and and personal uh, connections that have started to do this. That's awesome. So has anyone reached out to you guys about doing work at their facilities? I know, Nolan, you said you do some work at your school. Um, have any colleges or other teams reached out to you guys? If so, what have they asked you to do? And how has it kind of been different from how you do things at Nyrena? Um, I've I've been um, reached out to a, a couple times, but nothing on like the um, professional level. Obviously, Michael and I have been doing the Cap City Elite League this summer. And Michael actually reached out to them first because mm -hmm. it was like a Facebook advertisement or something. Right. But um, without knowing the man who's in charge of the 614 hockey, Matt, Matt Pfeffer, he yep. actually reached out to us um, and he didn't realize we were already doing it. So um, he wanted us to do it, but he didn't know that we already were. Um, yeah. So um, that was the, um, I guess, the biggest thing this summer. That's a really great opportunity. And then um, I was um, asked because of the Cap City League um, to do a logo for Nasher. And That's then awesome. as well as um, going to be working with the Battery Hockey Academy this um coming year i think so yeah I, just a few um things hopefully it gets some um, greater opportunities because those opportunities are great but what it would be great if we could get more down the road as well for those who don't know uh what you know you mentioned the cap city league you mentioned the battery um just to give an idea of the level of people who are reaching out to you guys uh can and nasher really can you kind of give a quick overview of what those things are, the Cap City Elite League, who Nasher is, and what the battery is? Yeah, I'll let yeah. Nolan uh, go with Nasher and things like that. But for uh, from my end, uh, since I started with Cap City, Cap City Elite is a professional summer hockey league that um, NHL players, there's lots of those, um, 
ECHL, major junior, and NCAA hockey players. And I'm sure there's a few more that I'm missing in there. But yeah, so college level, professional level, things like that. We got a lot of people from Ohio State uh, coming to play in this league. And so it's something that's really fun for me as I do the music and PA announcements. And so, yeah, it's just a really fun summer league and it's a tournament style. It goes three on three, four on four, five on five. And it's really interesting. It's free for everyone to come and enjoy it. So yeah, that's basically what Cap City is. And then I'll let Nolan uh, give you a little overview on the people he's working with. Yeah, so Nasher is a... Um, hockey influencer with a very large following. He's from here in Columbus. Um, he does a lot of work in the community here. He stays close to home a lot. Um, and he's really supportive of everything um, that has to do with Columbus hockey, and it's he's great. Um, so Nasher is, um, like I said, he has a huge following. He's known by almost every like kid hockey player in Columbus. If you go up to a kid that plays hockey they're probably going to know exactly who nasher is and then um the battery is um a hockey academy located here in um central ohio more in plain city area but um it's part owned by cam atkinson who played um for the blue jackets for a while and he plays for philadelphia still and he's another person who's very involved in the columbus community even that even though he's not even um, playing here anymore. But yeah, those are the people that um, kind of have reached out this summer. And I mean, honestly, this is kind of the first time that people really know who we are. Because back in March is when Jeff wrote the article for us. And then we've just slowly been getting um, more recognition throughout right. the way. And this summer was a great time for us to showcase our skills before we go into the 23-24 um, season. So hopefully um, that has a lot um, in store for us. Thanks for the quick little uh, overview of those. And just for, for reference, um, to give an idea of the level of people reaching out to, to, to these guys, I just looked Nasher up on Twitter and currently um, – as of recording right now, he's got almost 65,000 followers on Twitter. So he's not just some guy who, who posts <laughs> online and, and stuff like this. Like they're actual people that are out there that are doing right. good in the community that are making an impact and really have huge followings to the point where Nasher has been posting this week. He's going to be in NHL 24, the video game. So <laughs> the fact that he reached out to you guys is incredible. Yeah. It's um, so going from that, um, I have an idea of what you're going to answer this this question with since we, we've talked before, but what is the coolest thing that you've gotten to do or the coolest person you've gotten to meet and things that you have seen because of this project? Yeah, well, one of the, the probably the biggest thing, as we've already spoken about before, has been uh, kids take overnight at Nationwide Arena. Like we said, we've been Nationwide Arena fans, I guess you could call us, um, and connoisseurs of some sorts uh, since we were very little. And so this was such a great opportunity. What we did is we got to go behind the scenes. They let us do this all um, out of our interest for the game and for the behind the scenes work. You know, a lot of these NHL and professional 
um, show operators and controllers really don't get the chance to showcase their abilities outside of the one or two shows they may be doing that night. And so it's really special for those people to get the type of recognition they do from Nolan and myself. And so they really enjoyed that. And that's why we were able to get in and see what was behind the scenes. And I'm going to tell you, that was probably one of the coolest things I've ever done in my life. Um, since we're so interested in this type of media and show business kind of kind of thing, um, it, it really all of our work kind of came to fruition at that point and it was really a a really big opportunity for us to get you know get them recognized get us recognized and it was so cool to see what they're doing at that point yeah just adding on to what michael said i completely agree that was definitely the coolest thing we've got to um experience um they took us down when we first got there we went down there uh, in the Zamboni tunnel and watch warmups. And then we got taken all the way back up to the top where the control rooms are. And we sat in the, um, first or the control room where they operate the lights and the sound and the ribbon boards. And then after that, they took us down and we spent some time down there with Mike Todd during his, you know, um, games and whatnot and then um we went back up and watched the rest of the game in the other control room where they switched the cameras and um they have a bunch of people in there doing media for like they um show highlights at the uh end of each intermission and they are always um getting those replays together and they're um compiling those so they can send it over to the video um switcher so yeah, that was just such a cool opportunity. And I think my favorite part, honestly, one of my favorite parts during that was they had a tunnel of pride that um, day. And when we were walking with um, the show coordinator, her name's Samantha, she was taking us down and everyone was lined up on the sides and we were just walking down the middle and you just, it just felt so cool to walk down the middle of all those people. I don't know. That was That's just cool. So got a, cool. got a yeah. feeling of what it's like to, to, <laughs> to be a player walking through the tunnel. Right. right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. That's awesome. Was it a bigger production than you expected or was it about what you expected or, you know, what, what did you guys think of the whole production level of things that go on there? Were there things that you didn't even think about that would have to happen or, or things like that? Yeah. Um, I think probably it was, kind of how we expected it but you know kind of the some of the smaller things that go on you can't really recognize during the show so it's really hard to predict those moments but I think most of the stuff since we worked in media and worked uh, with lights and sound and things like that we kind of expected a an outline of what would be going on uh, but they gave us a bunch of stuff they gave us some papers and looking over those you don't nobody can really understand what's going on until you really get in the room with those people and you connect with them. And it's super, it, it's a super fun time. So yeah, I think we were expecting most of what was going to happen, but there's some in and outs that were kind of that we were vaguely expecting. Is that the same for you, Nolan? Was there, was there anything that was going on there that you were like, Oh, I didn't even consider that would have to happen or, or anything like that? Yeah, honestly, it was a bit bigger than I expected because 
you can try and find all like pictures of the control room or whatever and that's what trust me we did we tried to find pictures <laughs> and stuff they don't really uh, pu- uh publish those too often but um yeah. no i didn't realize there was two different control rooms honestly so that was something i wasn't expecting but yeah like michael mentioned the game scripts that they gave us with every single thing that happens it's so precise and it's every little thing goes together to make this big thing and it just and it's great and yeah i think we we were expecting most of it but it was a little bigger than i thought that's cool so what is the what is your guys end goal with nyarena um are you hoping to grow it and have it become its own thing for people to come and watch games is it just a learning experience so that you guys have some experience before I'm what I'm assuming is you guys go to college and probably major in some sort of production management or broadcast management or something like that. Um, you know, what's your plan for it? I think just for now, um, we don't really have too big of a plan yet. We're just going to um, keep doing it for the next two seasons until we get out of high school. And after that, I think, I think we might just, um, see where it takes us honestly um you know it depends on how much we grow or how much uh recognition we get in the next two years but um i think our main thing is a learning experience because um Mm. i for college i personally want to stay in you know in the columbus area and if i could um you know maybe intern for the blue jackets or you know honestly the buckeyes whatever it might it might be um i think um that would be um my plan but for now i guess we're just um here for the ride and see where it takes us right yeah as nolan mentioned like i think we're gonna kind of play uh the next few years uh by year and so it since we're getting all these opportunities over this summer like we already mentioned it's really it's an optimistic outlook for us on what we could be doing. And so I think like Nolan mentioned before, um, we would like to go into college and like you said, kind of major in something media related or something like that, and then get an internship with maybe the Columbus blue jackets or, you know, some other team or even, it doesn't have to be sports. It could be something else that we're interested in in that time. But I think, yeah, Nyarena is kind of a, a startup for us to kind of realize what we want to go into. And it has. It, it's led us down a path that I think we now can understand what we want to do in college. And for a long time, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And I'm starting to get more and more of an idea of what I want to do based off of what I like doing now and you know, working with all these people like CCSEL and and all these players, it's it's really a great. We're getting so many opportunities that it's showing me more and more what I want to do. I mean, you guys are honestly incredible. When Thank I went you. over and and got to check everything out and see what all what all happened over there and and what you guys put together, it's it's truly awesome. <laughs> Thank you. You know, I've gone to the. To, I went to the first, I think, four weeks of Cap City, mm-hmm. and you know, the the music and the announcing by Michael was incredible. Thank you. Yeah. Um, all of the the graphics and everything that I've seen seen you guys put out that I know Nolan puts puts the graphics together. All of that that I've seen has been great. 
Um, so honestly, I, I don't have a doubt in my mind that you guys will end up doing something in this industry. You guys have a heck of a resume builder, <laughs> uh, being only 16, <laughs> right? You guys yeah. have a, a huge, uh, a huge advantage on a lot of other people who are going to be applying to those programs. So congratulations on that. Thank, yeah, thank you. you. Yeah, it's awesome. And now there's four questions that I ask everybody who comes on the show. Um, you know, hockey fan here, hockey person here. Uh, Got to keep them hockey related. So we call them power play questions. Um, I'm going to ask them, Nolan, I'll have you answer first. Michael, I'll have you answer second, just because on my screen, Nolan's above Michael. Um, <laughs> so first of all, what is your favorite sports venue that you have been to? Just I haven't attended a I, game in work, like went to a game, played in a game, anything like that. What's your favorite venue you've been to? Gosh, I, you know, I haven't really been to many, but it's got to be nationwide since I've just been there so many times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For me, um, I think I, I have a special place in my heart for Nationwide Arena. It's so close to home. It's just what I've grown up with. Uh, but I think probably the most well-designed arena, and I haven't been to too many, like Nolan said, um, but when I did travel to Las Vegas, I thought T-Mobile Arena was super cool. And I didn't go there for a hockey game. I actually went there for the uh, iHeartRadio Music Festival last year. Okay. And the the lights and, and everything are so amazing. And I can't even imagine what they do during a hockey game there. And so I really like the design of that arena. And I think it, yeah, that that's pretty intricate and, you know, it's, it is a great arena. It's pretty big, and but nationwide still has a a special place in my heart, for sure. Um, all right, what is the favorite venue that you have worked or played in? I don't know. I know you guys are are, are hockey refs as well uh, on the side. So any anywhere that you guys like to to work or play in or whatever. Um, obviously, we can count. We can count the kids take over day at nationwide if you want yeah okay um, and i'll assume that'll be the answer <laughs> yeah well honestly since it doesn't say sports venue um i really like st charles it's really nice um for weddings go. and um really anything but yeah so just to switch it up a little i'm gonna say st charles but no we as you said we've refed and um we refed um they call it rink of dreams where they uh let us go on the nationwide ice and ref a game and i've done that a couple times last season and let me tell you, that ice is incredible, and it's so smooth. It's so cool. It, it's yeah. amazing, and it, so it was such a cool experience. That was amazing. I loved skating on that ice. That was definitely – so for worked in, <laughs> I'm going to say that. But um, oh, no, I guess for worked in, it's both. But um, yeah, I think St. Charles and Nationwide for sure. Yeah, the, the Rink of Dreams game, like Nolan said, was super cool to get on the ice. And you don't really realize what it's like until you're out there, obviously. So, you know, usually when you're skating, if if you are a skater or a hockey player, you're going to know that when you like shred it, it's shred the ice. It's more icy, um, I guess. <laughs> it's more shredding uh, going on. But what the, something that I noticed at Nationwide that this is really like nitpicky of me, but the ice is so smooth it's it's like butter and it, when you when it flies it just builds a, like a snow pile that you would find outside after it just snowed and so i thought that was really cool and it just wipes right off your skates and it's so different than anything you would ever experience 
and then definitely a different level (laughs) right yeah and then you know they always got to like take their measurements and stuff so that's probably a lot more work going into that but it's super fun to be able to skate on that ice and then something i could tell people who haven't been on the ice is that it is so hot down there it that's probably the hottest i've been in an ice rink i could probably be wearing three sweatshirts in the stands and not be as hot as that on the ice down there because you will start sweating immediately like oh my goodness but yeah so it that's been probably the coolest place i've been able to work as a venue and it's just been such a cool experience there that's awesome um what is your favorite sports memory could be a game that you went to a game that you watched a game you played in um a team winning losing you know what's your what's your favorite sports memory nolan i think um in the 2019 playoffs was definitely the biggest. I don't think I was there when we actually swept Tampa, but I was there at one of the games and I will remember that it was so loud and it was just so fun. It was everything about it was so fun. And I hope we get to experience that again soon. But um, until then, that's definitely my favorite. At Nye Arena, our first win like was such a big deal with the blue jackets. Um, and so that was, that's probably now that I think about it, my favorite sports memory, (laughs) even though I wasn't actually at the place, it was an away game, but it was so fun to see everyone so excited. And that got to be our first win. And from there we kept upgrading. So that's probably my favorite memory. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. And final one, if you could attend one sporting event, what would it be? Could be a rivalry game, could be a championship game or anything like that. One sporting event, what would it be? I want to attend a time when the Blue Jackets are in the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that would that's probably the the biggest thing I would want to attend is a Stanley Cup game with the Blue Jackets in it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think just going to a regular Stanley Cup final would be really cool. I mean, obviously yeah. you want to see the Blue Jackets there, but you know, right. I would go to any. I don't care who's playing in it. The Stanley Cup final is a different level, and I would definitely uh, go to that. So that would be really cool. Yeah, there's nothing quite like playoff hockey. <laughs> nope, it is special. It is for sure. <laughs> well, guys, that's all the questions I have. Um, seriously, thank you so much for taking time to to sit down and talk to me now it's your time if you guys have anything you want to talk about anything you want to advertise plug anyone you want to thank now's your time um once again he's higher up on the screen so nolan i'll let you go ahead first (laughs) well honestly i just i don't really know i think maybe i'm just gonna thank um anyone who's given me an opportunity this past year like um the Cap City League and the Blue Jackets for recognizing us, Jeff Svoboda for, you know, writing an article on us, and mm-hmm. um, and you, Dave, for having us on here and coming out to Nye Arena, so your support means a lot to us as well, so thank you yes. for that. Thank you. Absolutely. We, we love uh, supporting anybody who's trying to get into this kind of stuff. It's such a niche area that people think it's impossible to get into. And while it's not easy, I will tell you that off the bat, it is not easy. It's possible and it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, it sure is. Michael, what about you? So for me, I I think I'm going to kind of do the same thing as Nolan. I want to thank everybody, including my family that has, you know, let me, you know, my mom used to drive me to Nye Arena all the time. And 
like for countless hours and she would come back and pick me up. But now that I can drive, um, I, I just want to thank them for all the work they've done um, to make this happen. And, you know, without Nolan's parents and my parents and the rest of the families, I don't think this would have ever happened, obviously, because it's something that has kind of taken over the basement at this point and has kind of expanded, like we said, into the control room. So we are super, super lucky. I want to let everyone know that we're super grateful for what we have and how how we're able to produce this show inside of Nolan's house. It's really awesome. And yeah, I want to thank all the people who have given me opportunities, um, all the leaders at CCSEL, um, all the people who have given me chances uh, in the past and you know, and I've taken them and then now here we are today. So I want to thank everybody for that. Okay. And finally, what about social medias, uh, Twitters, Instagrams? What do you guys got? Yeah, I guess um, my Twitter is just jackets Nolan and then Instagram is just Nolan.nyone. So, yeah. Yeah. And you can follow me on Instagram at I am Michael DeLuccia. And then on Twitter, I am Michael underscore Deluch with one C. And so I, or X as we call it now. Yeah. Uh, so that's a, that's a big place that, I'll be, po- <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, that's a big place I'll be posting about the blue jackets and then, uh, yeah. And then do you guys have a special or a separate social for Nyarena at all? Yeah. On their, um, Instagram and Twitter, it's just Nyarena at Nyarena. That's all it is. So we usually just, we'll promote our events on there and then, um, mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so and there's some behind the scenes stuff that we post on there occasionally as well. And that's also goes for my personal account. I post some behind the scenes stuff. And um, so, yeah, it's a really cool thing that we do with our socials. We try to keep it updated and exclusive to whoever follows us. Right. Yeah. And then for anyone who would, you know, doesn't know yet, we do have a website. It's nyarena.com. Pretty simple. And uh, on there, you can find tickets and things like that info about us if you want to learn more. And we do we have a lot of pictures on there. We have a gallery of, you know, what goes on. Uh, We have a lot of descriptions. Like I said, we sometimes even post the menu. So if you would like to know more about that, you can find us on Nyarena.com. Awesome. And I will post links to all the Nyarena stuff in the description, um, as well as I will get a link for, um, I know you guys put together a YouTube video with kind of a behind mm-hmm. the scenes intro. I'll put the link to that as well as the Jeff Svoboda article that he did on you for NHL.com. Absolutely. So I really appreciate you guys sitting down talking with me. Yeah, this it's has been, been great. A ton of fun kind of getting to know you, getting to follow what you guys are doing. I know I personally am really excited to kind of follow you guys along and see how it all goes moving forward. Uh, same yeah. goes for everybody in my group of friends. Um, we're all like incredibly blown away by everything you guys have been able to put together. So we thank you guys for uh, taking the time and uh, using up what little of summer you guys have left. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, uh, you know, we, we, we look forward to seeing what you guys are able to put together this season. Yeah, thank you very much again for your support and all of the support, um, like you said, that your friend group and everyone um, on Twitter and everything, it's, it really means a lot to us. So, And we mm-hmm. hopefully we can get as many people in here as, uh, this season as possible. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you so much, Dave. It, you know, this is like 
it's one of those things where I would have never thought something like this would happen, just like the article. And so this is just such a cool opportunity. I never thought I'd be sitting down making a podcast with someone <laughs> about Nyarina. Yeah. Like, come on. So this is so cool. So I thank you so much for that. You never know what's going to happen. Well, absolutely. Um, thanks again. And I will talk to you guys later. All yeah. Right. All right. Thank you. See you, Dave. Hey guys, thank you so much for hanging out with me on another episode of Into the Stands, the podcast where I unravel the fascinating tales of sports and entertainment personalities. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe, rate, and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. A big shout out to our friends over at Around the Fifth Line. It's a Blue Jackets-based debate show that you can catch on YouTube as well as on all podcast platforms. If you're craving in-depth discussions about the game, they've got you covered. And for the latest hockey news and news focused on the Blue Jackets, head over to THN.com slash Columbus, home of the Hockey News Columbus with articles written by Jason Newland. Stay in the loop with the freshest insights and updates. Follow Jason on Twitter at F1RETheCanon for even more hockey goodness. Connect with us on social media. Follow me personally at the scoreboard guy, S-C-R-B-R-D, and at Into the Stands for the latest on upcoming guests and exclusive behind-the-scenes content. We love hearing from our community, so drop us a message and suggest guests for future episodes. As we wrap up today's show, let's remember the wise words of both Wayne Gretzky and Michael Scott. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Until next time, this has been the Scoreboard Guy. Dave Fetzer, thank you for listening. <laughs>